0: Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with
1: Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Conversations with Ask Ash. I am super excited. Welcome to the impact season. You are in for a treat because I have some powerful individuals who will be talking about what it means to walk in purpose, what it means to have impact in the different areas of their life, whether it's business, career, music, ministry, healthcare, whatever different types of sectors, we are in such a age and stage where everything that we do is impactful, whether you think about it or not, whether it's a piece of content, whether it is talking with a prospective client. And so I am so honored to have one of my dearest friends, Dr. Regina Warren of Right the Vision. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so
0: much for having me. Always a pleasure. I feel like we always have a fruitful discussion so I am excited.
1: <laughs> And we are about to, you know, we should just get a couple baskets out for all the fruit. Um, It's going to be so good. And one of the things I was thinking about, Regina, when we were back in the day when we volunteered together in the Urban League and um, the Northern Virginia Urban League, that is Young Professionals Network and i remember when you started doing vision boards and i remember doing the workshop i remember i missed it and i was like oh i missed something. i missed that i wanted to attend it but i remember the rave reviews i remember people are like they were blown They were blown out of the water with what you presented. And then I started seeing Write the Vision today. And I was like, hmm. But it was the today that really struck me. Can we talk about what that means, the brand, the messaging, how you arrived to that?
0: So with Write the Vision, Write the Vision today um, just basically embodies the vision that God has given us. And with the vision that God has given us, he has always given us clear instruction. And so with Write the Vision today, what I do is I help people create a strategic action plan to achieve their goals. It's never too late to get started on your purpose, your dream, your vision, and bringing that to fruition. But what some people struggle with is how do I work the vision that God has given me? What tools do I need? What resources do I need? And so I basically found or discovered a creative way to help people bring that vision for, to fruition through vision boards and through also strategic planning or strategic goal setting and also utilizing the smart goal method. I also love the big, hairy, audacious goal. So, there are various goals, um, things that you can use. And so Write the Vision today is just helping people like, hey, let's get started. Let's create that strategic action plan. Let's create that blueprint to leave an imprint in the world. And Write the Vision today applies to authors who, if you are an aspiring author and you want to write a book, if you are trying to chart your path in your career, or if you're just stuck and you're making a life transition, or if you're starting a business, Let's do it. Let's write the vision today because people tired of being delayed and waiting on you to get to
1: work. Yikes. (laughs) I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But I think that's so true. Um, This aspect of being delayed because we don't have all of the pieces. I'm at fault for doing that as well. I don't feel like I have X, Y and Z or mm, I'm not there yet. So therefore, I can't do that. How are you helping clients and people reconcile that? Because I think that it's either, is it a confidence thing? Is it, is it we have to reframe our mindset? What is that?
0: So honestly, it's a little bit of both. And you're speaking from a reform perfectionist. I needed the right time. I needed all the resources. I needed everything to be in order before I just jumped. But one thing I learned about perfection is that perfection will keep you perfectly still and not moving forward and doing anything. And so, whenever I talk with people, I identify those things. So, what are the hurdles? And usually it's a lack of confidence. Oh, or it's, oh, the market or the industry is so oversaturated. And while that may be true, they are not you. You bring yourself to your industry, your business, whatever it is, you bring your whole authentic self. And what's beautiful about it is that you have talents, you have skills, you have knowledge that no one else has tapped into. So because of the overthinking or the lack of self-confidence or just the mindset of, I can't do it, this is overwhelming, this is too much, that's where I say, hey, yes, it's a big vision. It is. There is evidence of that in the Bible of stories where God had given people visions and dreams and instructions. And Moses, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. What you do is you take that vision God is giving you and you break that thing down into small chunks and therefore you start taking action towards working the vision and God will supply the rest. But it's definitely overcoming that mindset, that thinking, and also getting that self-confidence and what people actually realize when they take that first step, it's like, oh, it's it's not so
1: bad. And it's really not. You just got to take the first step and God got the rest. That's so true because this aspect of taking that leap, when we um, were on Instagram Live a few months back, talking about pressing the button and actually starting, you know, that that piece is so true because once you just start with just the first step, that could be making the phone call, that could be writing down the ideas, Mm -hmm. that could be doing the research. I have found that then it's like the flood of ideas or the resources or the actual plan and direction actually uh, comes forth. Absolutely. Can you give us some tips in terms of like the action plans? Are these things that are like, are these like some templates? Is this like in terms of how you're working with clients, like how, I mean, and I can imagine that they are also different for everybody. Yes. Uh, so when you're starting off working with people, you know, and maybe they're just like, I don't know where exactly to start, but I have something. What kind of process do you take them through?
0: So I have everyone do a free write and that is a free write of everything It's like a brain dump. You get Get a composition notebook or a blank word document or however you write your vision or record your vision because, you know, everybody has smartphones now. And so it's like, I want you to take everything that has popped in your head, every idea and write it down. Then what we do from that, and I learned this from Zig Ziglar's book called Goals. Underneath everything you write, you write the word why. So why is this important to you? Why why and how does this align with your vision? Why do you need to do this? So you ask yourself those questions for everything that you write down. And then in my book, I mean, the strategic plan for write the vision has evolved over time from being a two page word document with goals right <laughs> now it's an entire workbook and so i saw with okay now that you've written this big vision down now Let's start with distractions. What is going to get in your way? Because you have, unless you don't confront those challenges, you will continue to stumble over them. So what distractions will keep you or hinder you from bringing this vision to fruition? For me, it was getting new knowledge, surrounding myself with like-minded people and shifting my mindset, um, shifting my mindset into a, a lack mindset where I can't do anything. I don't have the resources to, you know what? I'm gonna get the resources. I'm going to identify like-minded groups. Um, there are certain things, like I don't, certain music I don't listen to anymore because right. I can, I feel you. You I feel can you. have a whole jam session and I get one thing done. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, all, all two hours I ain't done nothing. So, and also social media. I limit social media because I found myself comparing myself to other businesses or people that were doing things that I was doing. And from someone who for someone who struggled with people pleasing or being like a chameleon and molding myself to how people saw me or what people thought I should be. I had to cut all that out in order to bring my authentic self to write the vision and if I'm going to coach people on bring on being their authentic selves and bringing themselves to their business or whatever vision God has for them, I have to do the same. So we work through those distractions and then we go back to the vision. Okay, you got the vision, you've done this brain dump. Let's pick four things to focus on for the year. Four things. And sometimes four can be a bit much, so it could be one or two. It depends on where people are in their process. And so we take the free right that they wrote down. Um, Usually, I found that people have goals that fall into five categories, health, wealth, relationships, education, spirituality. Um, And so usually in those five areas, you know, there's always a career goal, a business goal, a relationship goal, either it's relationship with their self, relationship with their spouse, or they want to grow more spiritually. Spiritually. Um, and so within those things, it's like, okay, well, let's be smart about it. Now we got the vision. Now we've done the free write. Now let's make the free write of your goals more specific. Let's put a date to it and let's add about four action steps. Because if I give people at least five, it's a rat. <laughs> it's a rat. <laughs> like, right, this is too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've learned that four is a good number, and depending on the person, it can be maybe two or three action steps. So, I'll use something simple, um, like for writing a book, because that's the question that I've been getting the most. Um, well, how do I start writing a book? Well, it's okay. Well, what is your book about? What is what is the story that you want to tell people? Well, it's like, oh, well, I've de- I have this experience, and you know, I'm in a space and place where I'm healed, I'm whole and I want to talk about it. Okay, um, so sit down and do a free write, 15 minutes. Do a free write of 15 minutes of every idea, every chapter, You know what you want your book to look like, from cover design to the interior story, just outlining your book. Create the shell of your book. Then... Um, create a writing schedule. So then it's like, okay, well, do you want to self-publish or do you want to have a publisher? Now, those questions I'll kind of attack later on because just getting people to sit down and write the book is a process in and of itself.
1: Um, I can imagine, yeah.
0: Because sometimes, depending on what people have gone through or their testimony, it takes them some time to write it out. And so it's not one of those things where I pressure people. I give people deadlines, but at the same time, I understand, especially if people are writing about traumatic experiences, although they've healed from it, sometimes going back to it it's it's a whole nother process in and of itself right. and i'm bringing other help like okay this is a this is a pain point here let's shift let's work through this and then we can go back and write about it and so once we write out those smart goals and then i used to have in the workbook where i would have them create a vision board and i may go back and read that but then i've added scriptures because you have to pray, continuously pray over your vision. There are days where along your journey, you're going to want to give up. You're going to want to throw in the towel. And in those moments for myself, I found that's when God will send someone like you, will send me a text like, hey, how's it going? How's right the vision? And I'm just like, well, she ain't not just sending me about the close right the vision down. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, from a friend like, hey, Regina, I did your vision board. Um, workshop like three years ago and I'm in the career I'm in today and you know just keep doing it keep motivating keep inspiring I was like I don't feel too
1: motivated today (laughs) (laughs) right you just don't feel it
0: right and and I have those days and it's honest it's real it's raw um, my perception coming into business was like, oh, I'm about to go to the top. I'm about to blow up. What I, If success was a straight line, everybody will be there. <laughs> so,
1: right, that's so true.
0: That's so true. I also tell that to clients because we have such a microwave society where we want to put a vision, a dream, a goal in a microwave and in three minutes, we have a finished product. We have something done and that's not that's the it. case. It's definitely not the case. It's a process. And one of the bracelets I wear on my wrist every day, aside from my own, um, that has my motto on it, see it, believe it, achieve it, is trust the process, whatever that process is, whether it's, good, bad, and different, whether you had some obstacles along the way, trust the process that everything that you're going through, because you go through it, you go through it to get to the other side. And what the beautiful thing about that is once you're on the other side of it, you you take a look back, you're like, man, like you either came out stronger, you either gain a new skill set, you either gain some new knowledge, or there was something that was pruned out of you that was going to inhibit you from elevating to the next level that God wanted to take you to. And so so it's the same with right division. We're going to write this thing and it's going to be a process. And some days you're not going to like me and I'm okay with that.
1: but we still going to right, write it we going to bring it to fruition. <laughs> you're not going to like me, but we're still going to bring it Absolutely. through. I tell people that all the time. Yeah. You know, what what's powerful that you said, because you broke a few things down that came to me, which was when I'm thinking about this vision piece and this aspect of impact, because you said, people said three years ago, three years ago, um, I took your, workshop, right? And so do you often see in terms of like the seeds that are being planted, are people looking for like immediate impact or what can you say to those that are um, thinking about, okay, like I'm going to do this but like how do I know my vision is going to be impactful? So that
0: was the question that I struggle with. Like am I making an impact? And as you just stated, like the seeds that I planted three years ago and the work that I was doing three years ago, I'm now Seeing the fruit of it. And that's what's so amazing and what is so powerful about that scripture and Habakkuk. It says the vision is for an appointed time. Wow. When that time is, we don't know, but we continue to work the vision. We continue to push through. We continue to do what well, God has gifted us to do, because at that appointed time, you got to be ready to go. You've done the work. And when you look back, like when I look back at it now, it's like every because I used to do vision board workshops for free because it was just something I loved. And somebody was like, well, you need to get paid. I was like, oh, you know what? You're right. <laughs> what about the pay part? So <laughs> like, oh, right. you know, this is like a business thing. Oh, OK, I, I just like to help see people successful and things like that. But everything I did from creating the vision board workshop to getting the magazines, to understanding the process of goal development and goal attainment, to working with different groups, then shifting to working with individuals, like everything worked together for my good to prepare me for the appointed time. Even the book I wrote, that book was birthed out of a place of brokenness. And I was going through my healing journey. So I was speaking to my healed self. And now I'll get people like, oh, my gosh, like I read your book. You know, it was a devotional and I really had to take my time and work through the book. But, you know, I've been able to have difficult conversations with people in my past. And I'm just like, wow, like seeds. And when you see the fruit years later, it's just like, you know what? Every tear was worth it. Every prayer was worth it. Every process was worth it. It was just worth it. But it's an appointed time. And it's like, do not despise your small beginnings. Everything has to start somewhere. Nothing just takes off. And that's the thing about social media is, and I actually made a post about this years ago, but child, I changed my Instagram so much. It's probably gone. Uh, (laughs) It's definitely not there. I said that um in our in our journey of life, we're like cars. We're on this assembly line, but all we show is the finished product. We never show the journey. And what's so powerful about what you're doing with even um, you know, push the start button and impact, you are allowing people to share the journey because most yeah. of us don't share that. We share Ooh, child, it's been four years and I'm here. Here's <laughs> the like real. Let's go. You know? Right, exactly. It's like, girl, I, there was days I was, I cried. I was, I wanted to close the door. I wasn't sure. You know, I fasted. I was like, okay, God, I'm gonna fast for three days. And if, if I don't get no answer, I'm shutting it down. Right. <laughs> you know, but we don't talk about that. Um, we talk about, oh, I'm here. I've made it. And this is and this is how you make it. And I realized even for myself, everyone asks you how you start, but no but no one asks you how you maintain. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. How that's do you maintain? That's good. Yeah, that's really good. good. And so are you when you're in that particular journey? Right. Because you're talking about the book. Mm-hmm. OK, you are you're writing the book. Now, you, also, you know, you're saying like, OK, I don't even feel motivated to do it So, are you like picking up the pen every day? Or are you like walking away from it? When you were, you know, tell us about that book writing process.
0: Um, so in my book writing process, and also what I share with clients, there were times I walked away. Um, and in those times I walked away, I had to just put it down because I felt like it was too much. One, it was I felt like it was too much, and then I was questioning, "Am I sharing too much?" And then it was okay, um, I don't want to confront this right now. Well, I don't want to deal with this right now. And on the other side of that is like, ain't nobody going to read this. Negative, negative, right. And so it's like, okay, regardless, then I got to a space and place where it's like, you know what, let me schedule a time to write. The other day, I had to be realistic because I had full-time job and other stuff going on too. And so I scheduled time to write. And then at that time I had a life coach I asked her and four other people to read the rough, rough draft of my book. And I got their feedback. And they're like, oh, you know, this is really good. It's kind of short, sweet to the point. And, you know, this is going to be really impactful. And so I was like, "Okay," but I procrastinated on getting a publisher Uh, because of fear. So most people have a fear of failure. I had a fear of success. Like, what if this takes off? Can I handle it? And those are things that I also tell clients. Like, you know, most people have a fear of success, but we don't Man. know about that. Like if this book blows up, like, oh, well, you know, how am I going to, if I get speaking engagements, or if I get paid, if you get it, that's awesome. That means that's another stage for you to share your testimony, to share your process, to help someone else. That's right. But we then retreat because we think we can't. Oh, no, my my story isn't that big, you know? It's, it's it it is what it is really if your story isn't that big then why are you writing this book you got something to say trust and know that the voice that you have is going to help someone
1: heal yeah oh man okay too good because because <laughs> I had the epiphany and man, I wanted to say it came to me. I was reading about Warren Buffett and, and he had a, he had, he named a successor and I was reading about succession planning. This mm-hmm. is probably, you know, it dovetails right to strategic planning mm-hmm. and what you're building. And I would, I would thought to myself, you know, I, I would think locally, like very, like in a very tight, like, oh, down the street and around the corner. <laughs> but it's like, if you think about God giving you life and then what he's purpose for you, it's not just for just this small little area, you know, like, shout out to target like you know <laughs> just like down you know down and around the car we're <laughs> down and around the corner but it's like this aspect of there's more you know what mm. I'm saying there, there there's more man okay so you're telling your clients okay I am you know I there are times I didn't even feel like writing and doing it you know you're you talk about not the fear of failure but the fear of success and taking off mm-hmm. okay then I want to talk about this aspect of obedience mm-hmm. in 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 what you're doing. So how do you, how, how did you respond to the call to obedience and what you needed to do that got you here today? Uh, first I ran. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, run the opposite direction.
0: (laughs) I'm going to be real. I ran. I was like, yeah, no, not doing that. Um, But then I got to a place where it's like, okay, if I'm going to be obedient, I had to learn what obedience was. I had to learn how to sit with God. So I got a mentor, not even a mentor, um, my my pastor's wife. Um, You know, I was all all over the place. And so she was like, you know, I'm going to hold you accountable. And also, I got to see what obedience looks like, what it means to, you know, trust God, what it means to embrace the vision and be confident in what God has has told me or revealed to me in business, despite what everybody else says, because see, One thing I've learned is you can't share your vision with everybody because they can't see what God has given. And they will cause your vision to be blurred if you allow too many people in your ear. So you have to really protect it. Um, Identify some vaults in your life. And the vaults are those going to be the individuals that keep that, that nurture that, that give you the tools and continue to encourage and build you up. And so with her and it was just like, what are my spiritual gifts? Like what? Yes, I'm great at, at motivating and encouraging. I'm a great servant. I serve them under the benches. But what does that all mean with right the vision and what I'm supposed to do with it? And one, I had to learn who I was serving. Um, And it's more so people that are struggling with, you know, who they are. Um, So but there's also that healing aspect to it, too. I had to heal in order for me to really embrace all of what right the vision is. And so that has been an ongoing process, um, healing and having a business and bringing
1: yourself to your business. Um, but it's all, it's all connected. It is all connected. And I would absolutely agree with that, that in terms of defining purpose, identifying what that is, identifying your gift, Mm -hmm. identifying what the calling is, because there's a difference, you know, in that, and then bringing your full self Mm -hmm. into business. And then also I want to ask you too, in career, how did you find yourself in the midst of, you know, okay, I have this business, Mm -hmm. I have a book. How, in terms of, of your career. How did those did those two worlds merge? Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my coworkers found me on YouTube and I was like, oh. <laughs> that moment. But in the oh moment, by the way. <laughs> really,
0: it was so funny because even with YouTube um what so this is the secret behind my YouTube channel um I was obedient in that so my youtube videos were still me talking to my broken self but thinking through what i needed to pray over or seek God for. Every Monday motivation that I created was something that I either was dealing with at the time or I had gone through and I had to just, I came up with cool acronyms or I found a way to be creative while exposing my baggage, but also adding a kind of encouraging word to help people get through what I either worked through or had already gotten over. And so <laughs> that is funny. When I think about it now. And so, yeah, like one of my coworkers was like, yeah, I saw a YouTube channel, Monday Motivation. then they started telling everybody like, yo, subscribe to her channel. And I'm just like, whoa, (laughs) I can keep two kind of separate. Right, right. And then um, I'll never forget. I was on the chief of staff in my current organization. And my colleague was like, yeah, you know, Regina, she's an author. She has a YouTube channel. She's a certified life coach. I'm just like, why is she reading my resume? The resume is just like... (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's that's, that's separate. I don't bring the business to the workplace. But it was also God sent because then it was, hey, you know, we're going to send you an alert about a DHS mentor and you need to sign up to be a mentor. At first, I was like... "Mm." I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do it. I got too much on my plate. And I give an I give 100 percent of myself to everything. And when I do that, something else takes a back seat, i.e., my business. And right. so I've kind of learned that while all opportunities are good, I don't have I have to say no sometimes. Cause whatever I say yes to, I'm saying no to myself or something. And so I initially just brushed it off, but then it came and found a way to come back around. My supervisor forwarded to me and said, hey, you'll be a great mentor. You know, you've done a lot. A lot of people look up to you. A lot of people respect you. So I ended up getting paired with a young lady um, in my organization. And again, write the vision and everything I do with coaching. It was just a simple pivot. to Now let's write out your career. What do you want to do? What are your career goals? What challenges are you currently having? What networks are you a part of? And so we wrote out her plan and I had her do a vision board. Fancy that, how all of that gets (laughs) brought into the workplace (laughs) because somebody said wow said i had a youtube channel (laughs) and so she did a vision board she has her plan, and now she's in two hiring processes for agencies that she has always aspired to be wow and so it's just like wow like that's why i said last week i was sitting and just reflecting on everything and i'm like wow Like this is really coming full circle. Like, right. The vision touches every aspect of a person's life. And not only every aspect of a person's life is touching my personal life, my business life, my work life. Like, okay, I see what you're doing here, God. <laughs> I see you tying all, like, all the what things. What you're doing here. I, okay, <laughs> now you took now God took me through a season. Sometimes I feel like obedience is like a roller coaster. Right. You start going up the hill, you're doing what you need to do, and all of a sudden God is like, All right, let's throw this little test in to see has she either learned the lesson or if she's gonna hold on to what I said. Now there were a couple of times I'm just like, Lord, oh Lord. <laughs> right, I know absolutely make a way, but I'm about to make some decisions. Right. But I elevate. Yeah. I knew if I put my hand on it, I was going to mess it up because I've done it before. And so it's like, nope. God said he's going to do this. Hold on to it. God gave you this. It's for an appointed time.
1: time. It's for an appointed time. You talk about this decision making, the saying the yes, saying the no. So in terms of new opportunities, you know, what has opened up just in terms of what you needed to say yes to?
0: Oh, man. Uh, speaking. I have my first speaking engagement in October of this year. Actually you a- it's it's I think it's my second. Yes, my second. My first was um with the collaborative gathering mastermind. Wow. And in October it's going to be a local church group. And so I was praying, okay, God, like what is it that I need to to tell these women or just the people in general? And I just keep hearing of uh, rebuild. And so it led me to Nehemiah and how he was rebuilding the wall. Yeah. And so I'm going to take some time and study it. I got plenty of time. It's October. But who knows? Reboot know like- may come up before October. Who knows? <laughs> you know, the way God, where he like, yeah, you thought you was going to say that in October, but I may need you to say it in July. So, right. <laughs> But I'm taking the time to prepare. And so, yes, yeah, speaking engagements, um, podcast opportunities like this that I'm just grateful and humbled for and about. And just, I've been having just people just reach out. Either it's individuals I've done business with, all the personal stuff, like my financial advisor hit me up and he's like, hey, while I was talking with someone, they mentioned that, you know, they're trying to start a business and write a book. And I mentioned your name and I gave them your website, stuff like that. And I'm just like, wow, wow, God, okay. You took me through that test. Now I'm gonna took
1: me out, but I'm on the other side of it. And now I'm thinking why. (laughs) You're on the other side of it. And I love that because there are so many elements of what you mentioned and you mentioned the word preparation. Mm-hmm. So when you, in terms of working with clients or even working with yourself, what tools and what sort of things are preparing your uh, your clients or even like yourself for that next step? So, you know, because you're walking them through this process. Mm-hmm. What other areas of preparation?
0: Um, so spiritually, um, and I always ask. Um, so I, I pray. I pray over every client referral that I get. Um, And that if there is something that needs to be said to them or if I have to lead them in a certain way, um, one, I I pray Um, Two, I identify like I I identify all the stumbling blocks. Um, Then three, I have the first conversation is usually just an open conversation. Tell me everything. And then from there, that's whenever we start. I, I like to use um, in one of Miles Monroe's books, A Woman of Purpose, the coming soon. So you are coming soon. Your wow mm-hmm. is coming soon. So what is coming soon for you? Because what, when it's, once we finish this process, you will have constructed a strong foundation and or a firm foundation to stand on. And with the strategic action plan, with us taking small chunks of your vision, breaking them down into goals, breaking those goals down into action steps. Now you can go forth and be great because you you see it because you've written it down. You believe it because not only am I encouraging you, but God's word is talking back to you with the scriptures that are in the back of the plan. So when you have those moments, you have those scriptures, you have those resources, and then you achieve it. You constantly get to work. And what gets people also hung up in this process is we create a plan, but then we marry the plan. We never we forget that you have to be flexible because plans change. And so I have to stress that as well. Yes, we have this concrete plan. We have these action steps that we're going to take. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. That just means that way didn't work. Mm -hmm. And we just have to find another way. Just like whenever we are driving on the road and there's construction or something or we get rerouted, you get rerouted, but your destination is still the same. You'll still get there. You just may not get there through the vehicle or the route that you originally planned.
1: Wow. Being flexible in the planning season, in the execution of your work. Man, that's good. Um the in, that brings me back to the point of what one time I, I think it was a lot doing a live, but I was talking about when we're planning our projects and I was telling someone, I said, it's not that you're gonna ever have like a perfect mm-hmm. like route to what to what you're executing on, but you just have to be ready yeah. for when that bump is gonna come. You know what I'm saying? Cause they're just they're just it's just nature. It's, it's gonna come. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's just gonna come, but it's often how you are reacting. Acting to it. Mm-hmm. So, could you kind of t- walk us through maybe a situation in which, you know, maybe things were going, quote unquote, the way that it intended to go, right? And then out of left field, something happened and you're like, what do I do now?
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, what happened? I got so many. Some of them actually kind of funny. Um, oh, okay. Vision board workshop. When I first started, so this was for Baloo High School. So this was, I was a part of a Facebook group called DMV social and I dropped in there like, Hey, I want to do a vision board workshop um with high school students and you know someone just let me know I'll provide all the supplies what I did not know is as a life coach and when you're doing anything like that you better have some professional liability insurance <laughs> <laughs> that's good so showed up to the spot like here I am I was like oh we need to see some uh, some insurance oh you need insurance to ensure I know what I'm doing <laughs> Let me go online and purchase a policy. I'll be right. <laughs> but in my planning process, I didn't think about that. Um, and it's, while some people think, oh, well, maybe it was something went wrong with my event. Sometimes it's just administratively having your things in order because right. administration is also a part of your planning process. And so um, luckily, I was able to get everything sorted out and emailed and everything. So that ended up working out for me. Um, Then there was my virtual book launch. Um, I had a whole email campaign hired. Nikita, bless her heart. Um, She's a part of the Northern Virginia Black Chamber of Commerce and she's also an event planner. Had a whole email campaign planned, ready to go. Yeah. People. I forgot one campaign and it just threw me all off like the plan went downhill. And for me, as I'm such a perfectionist, I'm like, I miss one day. The whole plan is throwing off. We got to start back from the beginning. We can't post this. We can't post that. Then I had a radio interview for the book. But because I was so messed up about the email not going out, I forgot about the radio interview. Oh, wow. So luckily, I was able to reschedule that. Um, and that even with that i just i felt it was a good interview and i could have done better but mentally i was just distracted but again i had a plan things didn't go as as planned um so i just had to with the emails of course that's something easy to just reschedule um but one thing i learned from that is i can't let one thing affect my whole day and for anyone that is planning or even working their vision just because of one mishap or hiccup, you can't allow that to derail everything. And that was a bad habit that I had: is once I hit a hiccup or a challenge, I would just want to throw throw everything away and just throw in the time. Be like, you know what? I'm done. This isn't
1: working. Can't do. That. Yeah, yeah, we can't do that. I like when you were talking about this administrative component. Um let's talk a little bit about systems and things that you've been learning um, in terms of your process. So what in terms of you know process, whether it is writing, whether it is you know social media, mm-hmm. what are some tools and some things and you, in your process that has helped you? Just helped, you know give you more time, more freedom? Have you just taken some things off your back? Oh, my goodness, outsourcing, definitely.
0: So with one thing I've learned and it was actually after I went to your workshop, because um, there's just a lot of things about systems that I just didn't know about. Um, and then, but also with Urban League, I was kind of put in positions where I learned more. Like, I didn't know what a newsletter was. Right. And then how often I should send that newsletter. I'm like, well, first of all, what is a newsletter? Why do this? <laughs> ain't nothing changed. Right. <laughs> so, but it's a way of engaging and letting the people know like, Hey, I'm here. And this is what's going on with my brand. And one thing that I have to be more of is consistent. And that's one thing that I've learned, like I have to show up for my brand. And so finding things that help me automate posting, like I use Planoly, um, to plan my perfect. Exactly. And so I'm like, okay, well, cool. Like I'm on social media, but I'm not on social media. Now, funny story with that, I planned a whole month of posts, but I selected the wrong month and year. Hey, so I was looking at my Instagram like, well, what's going on? But well, child, you selected stuff for 2022, and we still 2021. <laughs> you were prepared, <laughs> right? But well, what I should have done is watched a tutorial on how to use the system that I signed up for. <laughs> that's
1: right, that's right.
0: <laughs> so, like, even with the lead with helping me plan my social media posts, um, the newsletter, I am going to start getting that back out because one thing I learned that I think. It was one day, Instagram was down and people were freaking out. But yeah. People that already had an email list, they were fine. So they still had a way of engaging with their followers. And so I was like, wow, like having this newsletter is kind of a big deal. Not only does it still allow me to reach those who are truly connected to my brand, but it's still a way of communication. Um, So having systems in place, whether it's marketing systems, having a plan in place, like planning for content. And that is still sometimes a pain point for me. And I overthink it to where I don't even do it. And so now I I, (laughs) I really do like, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know. You can't
0: overthink it. And so um, when you, you introduce me, I believe it's This Is Nikki. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Like, uh, oh, this okay. Is Nikki. As right. As so, I've been following her and I'm just like, like she be coming for my life. <laughs> but it's yeah, good absolutely. Stuff. But it's good stuff. It's like you know what? Just post it, post it, and be done with. Um. And so even like with the past three Monday motivations, I'm like, where they at They 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 hanging out in 2022, right? That's what, exactly. <laughs> I was like, gonna get blessed, right? You know, in 2022. <laughs> I'm like, well, how did I do that? Like what? So now I have a checklist. <laughs> like check the right date and year. So. <laughs> Um, But yeah, like definitely having the systems for marketing, financial systems um, into it. Bookkeeping is a big thing in business. And I needed a system and process that would help me like kind of itemize and categorize business expenses. So QuickBooks is good. And what else do I use? Um, That's pretty much it. Uh, MailChimp, Planoly for social media and QuickBooks for the financing part because it makes taxes
1: easier too. Absolutely. And you you said a key point because you said about the checklist. Mm-hmm. That's also a part of a, a process. So, you know, for those that are listening out there, think about your steps and thinking about what those standard operating procedures are. Yes. Once you have this checklist, it A, doesn't need to be perfect. And then two, write it down because when you start building and when you start moving mm-hmm. and when the opportunities come where you can, higher, you have things in place to show someone to say, Hey, this is how I've, I've been doing it. But here's also where I want to grow and want to build. And so you begin to, to put those things in place early, do it early, do it
0: early. And that's what I tell a lot of my clients too, especially those who are starting a business or even writing a book. I'm like, document your journey. Yes, this is a journey of you writing your book. So you're right. yes, your book, But even on those bad days, like when you took a step back from the book, what did you do? Did you just take a week off and relax, go to a retreat or do something? You know, what did you do whenever you started your business? Who did you talk to? What resources did you identify? All
1: of that is a process. And it's also content that you can share. That's right. That's so key. That's so key. So as we are rounding out this podcast episode Uh, What what words of encouragement do you have for people in terms of the work that they're doing, making an impact, finding purpose? You know, what are some what are some words of encouragement that you can leave people? Trust yourself.
0: You have everything you need already built in you. To succeed, God already gave it to you. Now it's just up to you to unpack what was already purposefully planted and be mindful of who's in your ear so that your vision that God had given you is not blurred. Gosh,
1: all right. (laughs) We could go on from there, but we won't. Um <laughs> blind people walking out here. Child. I was about to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be one of them. Um Regina, where can people find you? Your social media handles, website, um, anything new that's coming up. We'll put everything in the show notes, but yeah. Oh, how can we how can we stay connected with you?
0: Oh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh write the vision dot today on YouTube, WTV, Monday Motivation. And then my website is www.WriteTheVision.today. Emphasis on today. We're going to get y'all started.
1: Today. (laughs) Today. I love it. Uh, Regina, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Um, I'm excited for everything that's about to come Um, for you. Just God bless you in your journey. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Be sure to reach out to Regina, tell her how much this episode made an impact on your life and just continue. Uh, Rate, uh, subscribe, review, share this podcast episode with five people that you know. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time on Conversations with Ask Ash. Thank you guys so much.
0: Tired of losing time, money, and feeling ineffective with your work? Click the link in the show notes to apply for the ClickUp VIP Day. And also be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler. underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.